tonight's episode um, is go- not going to have a tangents of creation. I'm sorry, a ashes of creation focus. Um, this week has been insane. Um, we have some pretty big news, and we kind of just wanted to do this as a just chatting. So if you guys are tuning, <laughs> if you guys are tuning in for some ashes conversation, this probably isn't the one for it. Um, you guys are going to get to know us a lot better because um, I, I do have a lot of stuff that I want to talk about. Um, so that's going to be the main focus of tonight's tonight's episode is um, some massive changes um, that are coming our way. And it, it's just it, the, the way that all this has presented and happened is is in moving insanely fast. Um, and this will kind of affect our ability to stream. Probably not so much um, our ability to do this show, but definitely for streaming, um, it's we're, we're going to have an issue. Um, and also we're, we're trying out some new stuff, uh, but I want to make sure that, you know, <laughs> that everything's all set when we get Margaret on and all that. Um, so I'm glad that we were able to get this set up. Um, so to finally kind of announce to everyone what's going on, um, I have been given a massive, um, promotion at work, like a very, very big promotion. One one of those kind of like life changing kind of things, um, it happens. And, uh, I, I thought eventually someday it would happen. Um, but I wasn't expecting it to happen and for me to have to be ready in like two weeks. Um, so essentially what's happening is that we're going to have to secure housing, um, this week and then in the following week, um, essentially Uh, we have to relocate an hour and 40 minutes away from where we live for him to take this job. (laughs) So we're going to have to move. And then not only that, but like, um, we basically this week we need to kind of secure housing. And then the week after that is move in. And then the week after that is I start this this new job. So um, <laughs> for those who have been following the show or, or know anything about, um, about me personally, um, I am a facilities maintenance technician. Um, and even within that role, I, I've worn a lot of hats. Like I busted my ass um, over the last two years and that, and that, that got noticed um, to get a promotion to become a facility manager. Uh, which again, like I thought was something that was going to happen. Even my facility manager was like, holy fuck. Like he, one of the kind of really cool things that, that about this whole thing was that the, the director that wanted me for this position was told by leadership to stand down. He, he, uh, because they didn't want to fuck with my manager. He's, he's a really cool dude. Um, and we are a very solid team. It's a very small team of people, um, that we have run this massive contract um, for the, for our facility. And there was a directive given to the director to, to stand down. So he goes and calls my boss and he goes, Hey, can I get your blessing? And it wasn't even that. I remember he was calling up, I was calling him up and he was telling him like, Hey, we're, we're working on this. And he goes, well, why don't you ask Jamie about it? And, um, it's like, are you sure? So basically my boss, amazing dude. Um, I'm, Probably gonna get choked up a, a bit on the stream because <laughs> he didn't have to do that. He he didn't have to put my name out there. He, you know, things could have gone on. I wouldn't even had to know. Like I probably would have found that later and been like, oh man, that kind of sucks. No one asked me, but you know, like it's kind of been my 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 life going through different jobs that I've always been in these positions where I'm hyper overqualified for, and like I, I'm really skilled at what I do, 
And I always get stuck in that position. So um, anyway, they, uh, you know, he says, no, ask him. Um, and that's who I'm, who they wanted from the outset. Like I was who they wanted um, to fill this role. So I, I, I get this call and uh, well, not, I, I, get, I hear them over, you know, over the phone. It's like 8 a.m. I just get in. I was not ready for this. I was uh, we were just coming off my daughter's birthday. I took Monday off. I come in Tuesday and uh, my, my boss, my boss is like, hey, before it slips in my mind, they want you to be the facility manager of this facility. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And uh, well, and right before that, too, you had messaged me Tuesday morning, like well, kind of just feeling just kind of stagnant with where well, we are a, in life at the moment. Yeah, that was a <laughs> thing. Like I was I, we were talking and I, I was telling Annie, like, you know, I kind of feel stuck right now. I kind of feel like not like it, it was kind of weird because um, I life has been kind of rough leading up to us making some massive moves. And it was the first time, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in this message and it's not negative. The tone's not negative. It's, you know, I'm saying like, I feel stuck. Like I, I just, like, I'm kind of over my job, but I don't hate my job. Like I like what I do. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm also kind of feeling this and that. And I'm like, but it's okay. And, and one of the last things I said was like, I'm really happy and I've never been this content before, but I kind of just feel stuck. I'm like, I'm ready for something else. Um, and it was literally. It was like an hour after you sent me that message. You're like, by the way. <laughs> and like, I literally like an hour later, I, I text Annie and I'm like, the facility manager quit at this location and they want me there. And it was just, I, I was not fucking ready for it. And um, so, yeah, so I, since Tuesday, I have been doing nothing but going in these back and forth meetings of, you know, trying to figure out like, okay, what's the salary going to be? What, what are you guys going to do for relocation? I mean, these back and forths. And then finally today we finally got the offer letter. Um, so we wanted to share that with everybody. Um, so for those of you who are fans of chaos and lace, this is going to be your stream. If you want to hang out with us and, and talk, if you like the more ashes stuff, it will be coming. Um, we're, that's going to stay the same. We just kind of, yeah, we didn't even have a minute to focus on anything ashes related this No, week. I didn't have I didn't have a minute to breathe at all this week. It was just go, go, go. And I've, I've been like stressed out of my fucking mind. Um, yeah, but we've just been going balls to the wall all week. It's been super intense. And we're going to go look at some properties tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so tomorrow is basically just going out, looking at properties and, and trying to figure that shit out. Um, oh God, like it's, it's just, it's just been insane. Like I, uh, I was, I like when, so when we lived in New Hampshire, um, before moving to Kentucky, I was in this job that I absolutely hated. I was, I was working manufacturing and it, I wasn't the biggest fan. Um, Hey, how's it going, John? Um, so, no. <laughs> so we're, we're dropping some big news. I, uh, just keep everyone up to speed. I, I got this massive promotion at work. Uh, tonight's going to be a lot less about ashes. I don't know if we're going to talk about ashes at all. It's mainly we have not had any time to even like set up a show today, uh, but I just want to let give everyone an update of what's going on. Um, this is also satisfying um, my subscriber goal too, is because I promised you guys a just chatting session with the two of us. So here it is. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, let me just just okay. Uh, so God, where was I? Yeah. So we 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 originally when we were in New Hampshire, I had a manufacturing job um, that I was in for like eight years, and. I just, I hated that job. I hated it with a passion. I didn't want to show up. I used to have to work 13 days on 
um, one day, and I got one day off. So essentially, I was off two two days a month. Um, it was later found that that was illegal. Uh, so we had the state come in <laughs> and they got audited, and I'm pretty sure they got fined. And they tried to get. Wasn't us to, that you that kind of sprung no, that whole thing? <laughs> maybe. I thought I was going to sneeze. Hold. Oh my god, it still came through because he didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yes, that was, that was essentially from something, me calling the state and be like, I just wanted to know, like, is this, is this okay? They've been doing it for <laughs> years and I believe they got fined a few thousand per infraction. Uh, so anyway, they tried to get us to sign waivers and tried all these things. Eventually I just worked six days a week. Um, but I did that for years. So it, it almost felt like, uh, like obviously it wasn't prison, but it, I did get a bunch of anxiety about like, I could not go anywhere. Like why is the mic dropping? I'm watching, I'm huh. watching the volume like slowly creep right there. It's doing it. Why are you doing this to me? It's, I'm watching it as it slowly starts to creep down. It won't stay at a hundred percent. Oh my God. What is causing this? Why are you dropping? Just stop doing that. Please just lock the volume in. What the fuck? Oh my God. I don't know why that's happening. Yeah, it just did it again. I don't know if it's like trying to, what the fuck? Oh my God. Guys, if you could see on my end. So I've got my input volume just pulled up, watching it. Starts at 96, dropping down to 79. I might just have to hold this here the whole fucking show. Oh, my oh, God. Um, so, yeah, so I hated that job. Um, and it, we would just, it literally felt like a prison sentence. And um, sorry to any prisoner viewers. I don't know what prison's actually like, uh, but it was like living hell. <laughs> Disclaimer. Um, like, you just, it, my life was just consumed by just work and when I had a day off, like I didn't want to do anything. I'm exhausted. Like I just worked last 13 days. Um, so in, in that job, there were multiple times where I was a saving grace for the machine that I ran. Like it was my baby. I took care of it. I loved everything that I did about it. Like it's one of the things that sucked. I hated my job, but I loved my machine. Like it was my baby. I made sure that it ran well. I took a lot of pride in the way that I ran the machine and it just, there was, there were some things that came up and like, how do I want to talk about this? Um, <laughs> so there were, there were multiple things that happened. Um, they had a very tight attendance policy. Um, one year I was one day past my five occurrences. I was allowed Remember, I'm working 13 days on two days off a month in, in the entire, in the entire year, I missed six days and I didn't get a raise that year. Even though I was one of the highest performing people on my line, I had made us get hit record numbers. I, I, I put everything I had into getting that machine running and I stayed there I, because I, I didn't feel like I could do anything else. I didn't, I didn't think there was anything else out there for me um, because that place would like destroy you. It was like, I know so many people that finally left that place and were like, I can't believe what I allowed them to get away with. Um, so, you know, I stayed. I, I stayed doing that job. I hated, I hated every minute of it. Um, and there was a time where we, so essentially on my, my machine, you would have our mech tech who basically knew the whole machine. He's the guy that you went to like, Hey, can I work on this? Can we do this project? Whatever. And then I was a guy who did the work, um, which he was also more knowledgeable about the machine, but we worked in tandem. And in my head, I thought, you know, be, because he was almost kind of grooming me for this position, uh, we even talked about it of like when he retired that maybe at some point that would be my machine. I, I would really, really want that machine to be my baby. And yeah. I, uh, the time came, he retired and that little voice inside my head that said like that all that doubt, it's like, man, you can't do it. Don't put in for it. You can't do it. So I didn't guy who did take it over. Um, 
really didn't know too, too much about it, but I really liked him. He was a, he was a, he ended up becoming like a very close work friend of mine. And, uh, I, I just, he's one of those people where you, you go to work and just beaming with life. Like, um, uh, hold on. So, uh, so like it made going to work better. It made going to work a lot fucking better. And, uh, he, he ended up taking his life, um, midway through 2020. And I, uh, I, I stepped up like we, we didn't have anyone to fill that spot. And I s- stepped into my dead friend's role. And just like every other time I busted my ass and I, I got things hitting where they should have hit. There's only three of us. I was putting so much pressure on myself. I was holding mechanics meetings. I was, I was pulling in supervisors. Like I was the guy who's talking to engineering, all these other things, any issues we had, any raw material issues. I was the guy handling all those things. And when it came time, um, for that promotion, right? The, the, the job finally goes up. I've been doing all this work, um, after my friend passed, stepping into that role and they pull in someone who, who had been in the office for like the last 15 years, because 20 years ago, he was a machine tech. He comes onto my line, has no idea what the fuck he's doing, starts causing all these different issues. He's had, had a problem with me for some reason. Like, I don't know to this day really what the fuck his problem was with me, but I was almost like, I was the one that he kind of targeted where like, he's he was just constantly like, I, I don't, I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know if it's because he, he had, felt like he had something to prove to me or whatever. Like I, I didn't even try to step on his toes. Like I, you know, it makes suggestions of like, Hey man, like we probably shouldn't be doing this because of X, Y, Z. And, uh, I remember, um, it was early, it's early 2021. Is that when? Yes. So early, it was, um, early into 2021. Um, and this place had just really crushed me, right? Like I, I just last eight years of my life trying to do so much for this, this place. Um, and then even during like COVID and stuff, they tried to rip so many different, um, trying to rip so many different. They didn't even give anybody raises in 2020. Right. They didn't give anybody raises. They didn't, they try to strip benefits. They claimed it because even of COVID. And... They kept everybody there during like the heat of the pandemic and then shut down for a month because they got heat from the state. Yeah. They were, they were going to be part of a. And they uh, weren't essential. Yeah. They kept saying how we were heroes and we we're essential. It's like, we're making fucking light bulbs. Like it, it was just, it was, it was asinine to be honest. Um, so yeah. So I, I remember I, I went in and, uh, I was just, I was just done. I, my clocked in on my shift at six 30 and, uh, I, I remember texting Annie and I'm like, well, we had been talking too, because I had my real estate license and this is when like things were really starting to heat up in the real estate market. And like, I just for fun did a comparative market analysis on our home and realized that it was going to sell for almost three times what we had bought it for uh, four years prior. And so like, I was like, dude, like we're sitting on like a really big opportunity right now. If we sell this and find something cheap to replace it with. And so like, you kind of had that dancing in the back of your mind. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember, um, I remember texting Annie and I was like, I want, I want to quit. I, th- I was like, I, I want to quit. I'm, I'm just done. Like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I'm like, do you trust me? And um, sorry, guys. Um, trying not to get super choked up. But I remember, like, asking, like, do you trust me? Do, do you trust that, like, what I'm about to do is going to get us to where we need to go? So without without really <laughs> much of anything, we, it's not like we had, it's not like we had money. Like, 
I, we, we were, I was going to have to pull out like my 401k. We, I was, I was, we were, it was basically the most risky thing I've ever done in my life. Like we, we were just, we we're just going to fucking free fall. And I remember saying that, like, we're going to free fall. We're going to, it's either gonna, like, we're some, like we had no net, net. Like it was just how it was going to be. Yeah. We pulled money out of your 401k. We racked up about $20,000 in credit card debt, getting our house ready for sale. <laughs> And um, so, yeah, so Annie said, yeah, I, I, I trust you. She's like, do you think this is the right move? So I, eight o'clock rolls around and all I do is call my supervisor and I'm like, I'm done. And she, she goes, something happened? No. I was like, I just, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm done. And uh, I, I swear that was probably one of the like happiest fucking days of my life was just silently leaving that place because I, I thought for years, like I'm going to fucking blow up. I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to fucking do something, really leave my mark, make people remember. I told the one person there that like needed to know that I was gone. And, you know, she gave me a hug because I was really close with my supervisor and uh, she told me good luck. And um, and she actually got out of the same place. Like so many people that I know got out of that place and their lives turned around. And so, yeah, we, we, uh, we, I I, have those that did it. Yeah. I mean, I had, yeah. One of my coworkers died of a heart attack while he was still there. Not even a year later. Yeah. Not even a year later. And I mean, it's so funny. Like, it's not to be a dick, but like we always joked. Where if like someone didn't make fun of us after we like left or died, like did did they even really know us? Like if someone doesn't talk shit about me after or make jokes about me after I died, like obviously were we really friends? And um, I think we have a grillman that's running around. Uh, so so yeah, so I uh, I quit I quit that job and I we just we just started working on the house. Like it wasn't like the house was in disrepair or anything. Um, just needed some cosmetic. <laughs> I need some like cosmetic work and, and to get it, you know, kind of going. And I, I remember we, we, you know, we, we pulled out my 401k, we, we got this money out and I don't, I really don't know how like everything kind of lined up because we, um, I gave myself this timeline of like, you have to hit this and then you have to hit this and, the, and then you have to hit, like there was, there was, there was barely any room to breathe. And it's kind of like the situation now where like I have two weeks <laughs> to get down to this new position. I don't have housing lined up. I don't know what the market looks like. I could be sleeping in my fucking office for the next two months. I have no idea what that looks like, but I'm going to make it happen. But anyway, so we, we, um, we work on the house and then we get it ready for sale. And because just because of the way that how crazy things went, uh, during the pandemic, like the market was insane. Like we ended up selling our house for double what we paid for it. More than double. More than double. Um, and that allowed us to make a really big, really big risk. Uh, we, we came down to Kentucky and I gave myself three days. We had three days to find a house that we were going to buy. And I was like, we, that's all, that's all we have. So we ended up looking at like 20 different houses. The <laughs> fact that this realtor. <laughs> goddamn thing. I don't know why this keeps dropping the fuck. Oops. I don't know why it keeps dropping the goddamn. I wonder if it's this keyboard. Sometimes it fucks with my volume on my other computer. Um, my the stream, I, I I keep seeing the mic dropping down. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not trying to be super. I, I tangent to creation for Christ's sakes. You guys know what's up. <laughs> of course, I'm gonna get distracted. Um, also telling a very personal story, but hopefully, hopefully those <laughs> of you that are listening are, are are getting something out of this. I don't think we normally get this raw. <laughs> but it, no. Um, and I, I've always wanted to kind of tell like some of the some of this on stream and and to to dive into it and. You know, we've always joked about maybe it's saving for a different podcast. And I, I think maybe, maybe it could be cool to do that. Um, so we, we get the house ready for sale. I give myself this deadline. We have three days to find a house um, to move to. You should call it keeping up with the chaos. Keeping up with chaos. I'm not, <laughs> fuck no. I'm not making anything, <laughs> no parody of Kardashians at all. Come on. 
so yeah, so we, uh, we, we come down Kentucky and we we found our house. Like the one that we're living in is the one that we end up buying. Um, I remember the first day we saw it, we're like, oh, I don't know. Like it kind of stuck in the back of our mind. We came down, we looked at like 20 different houses. We kept thinking of it because it did have most of what we wanted and that a little bit extra, <laughs> but it needed a lot of work, like a new roof, for example, because it yeah, was like- Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> uh, not only that, like this this investment into this house was completely like reckless. Like we, we, to secure this house, we forewent any type of inspection. Uh, we did get an inspection, so we knew what we were coming up to, but we're like, okay, there's no inspection. We got rid of our inspection contingency. So regardless of the result of the inspection, we were still locked into our uh, contract. <laughs> and then I, then I said too, like, we're just going to give them what they're, they're asking for. We're going to hit asking price. We're not, we basically, I made, I made an offer that would have been, it, it just, you wouldn't refuse it. Right. And, uh. So the whole time we're down here, like, I feel like I'm getting dicked around because we're trying to get an answer uh, before I head back to fucking Kentucky. So we, we put an offer in on Saturday, right? I think it was Saturday <laughs> and we're leaving on Monday. So like put the offer in, I think that's how the timeline li- lined up. So I, I put the offer in, in on, on a Saturday. I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Finally, we're driving back home. I'm pretty sure. And we finally get, well, like, we had, we had, um, like offer deadlines too. Like it was like respond within 24 hours and then it's like 23 hours into the deadline. And then our realtor messages the other realtor and she's like, do you have an answer? And he's like, uh, I don't like the verbiage of this. So we're going to switch this around or whatever. And she's like, you couldn't have told us this like two hours. And if you reset the right, It's like, dude, you could have just <laughs> fucking said something. We could have, I was getting so fucking pissed. Um, but anyway, we, we finally secure like this place and, and where we're going to be. And so then, so that, so we've got, um, got it. We, we had less than a month, I think, to get our other house. I think that's when we did it. Like we had like a month to, to find a house and to go. And so we, you know, we're taking all these fucking huge risks and, uh, there, there was just, there's so many risky things that happened during this whole time period. Um, leading up to the closing of the other house, we find out that like, Oh shit! The title company has this outstanding loan that we don't even know about. They don't know about. I call they it didn't the fucking do their job. I call it <laughs> fucking USDA that's supposed to have this like balloon payment like thing of like where to pay it off. No one has any idea what this fucking loan is. I spend the next twenty four hours on different phone calls talking to all these fucking people back and forth. I finally get this random fucking lady in the middle of nowhere who like asked me. She's like, what, "How much was the loan for? What was what was who was on the loan? Give me all this other detail. What's the address?" She just. I just hear a click, 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 click. She's like, check your email. And I'm like, okay. And so basically this lady just takes my word for what all this is, writes me up this closeout, and then just sends it off to me. And I, I married just breaking down in fucking tears because had we not gone back, it would have fucked everything. I would have been That was like the most stressful, like three days of our entire lives. (laughs) Because all my shit was already loaded up on a trailer to head towards Kentucky. Like my life (laughs) just left. And I'm being told that we can't close that I can't close my house pay off. And I have two days, two or three days after closing to get my ass down to Kentucky and close down there. And like, I have all <laughs> these things lined up back to back to back to back to back. It's insane. And I, I wouldn't tell anyone else to do it the way that we did it, but like but do it the way that we did it. <laughs> you get the opportunity. It wasn't the worst way to fucking do this. I'm going to try to turn the, this mic over to a different one because it's driving me fucking up a wall right now. So bear with me for two seconds. I'm not going to keep clicking this all goddamn night. Now, can you guys hear things? I swear it's the same fucking thing. I'm going to go nuts. I'm going to go insane. I'm absolutely going to lose my fucking mind. You can't. Fuck you guys.
Did you guys hear? Were you guys able to hear the whole time or just now? Oh my god, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Where's Twitch? Just now. Just now. Hold on, I can find out. Fine. I'll find out. I'll look myself up on Twitch. I'll watch my own goddamn stream. Oh my god. I don't even fucking care. This is a fucking goddamn train wreck. Uh, at least everything else in my life is going right right now. <laughs> okay, so that's me. Uh, at least everything else in my life is going right. right. Okay, so that's me talking. Okay. So that's me. Everything else in my life. Okay, so that's oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so can you guys hear me? Fuck you guys. You can hear the whole goddamn time, you assholes. Oh my god. Um. I, well, you can hear now. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I can read it. goddammit. it. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm just so used to my other setup. Um. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Vodmer. Um. So yeah. So when the fuck was I? In telling the story. Sharing is caring. <laughs> It is sharing. It's omnidirectional. Hold on. It should be. I need to fix my seat. Let me find. I can find the one so it can pick up like. My bucket. There's a bucket. It's There's not a bucket. There. It's a fucking. Let me get everyone think I shouldn't have bucket over here. Probably. This is stereo. Good for my death corner. I'm not sure my death corner. Don't touch my drink. I haven't even taken a fucking sip. I will murder you. I've straight up will have such a. I've had such a stressful fucking week. I will hurt you on stream in front of. Hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> um, that's not a real threat. I won't. I love my wife. Wink. Um, <laughs> cage fight. Stop moving the fucking mic. Uh, I've just, I got another um, whiskey sour. Your son didn't come back until you had the double thingy. That's, that's fine. As long as that's working. Um, so yeah. So I had a very limited amount of time. Um, for the story 20 minutes later. I had a very limited amount of time uh, to basically get everything ready to go and for us to go. Um, we, we, whatever. Um, so, yeah, so everything almost falls apart, right? Right at the last moment, we've got everything loaded up. Um, we've got, you know, we have the truck ready to go to Kentucky. I finally get this lady to give us a thing. And <laughs> let's see, but uh, but really got to go check, close the store. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we, uh, I'm literally like our truck, our entire life is just out, out the driveway. It just left. And I'm being told this information 24 hours later, I get everything fixed. I get, I get us where we're supposed to be. So then we drive down to Kentucky. That part's smooth. Everything else is smooth. Um, I don't remember the closing down here being an issue. So closing down here was, is just fine. Um, so I had this job lined up, right. And it sounds sound like a really good job. And, uh, you know, I start working there and it was kind of led to me to believe that it, I started as a machine operator and um, it, I was led to kind of believe that I'd be able to get into maintenance and, and move into like mechanic stuff. And uh, so I start there and the, the job is just mind numbing. I remember texting Annie, like I'm, I'm sitting in my truck. I'm like, I'm, I don't, did I have the truck then? I didn't even have my truck then. Um, I remember sitting in a, I remember sitting in my car and I'm like, I am like, I'm, I'm going to blow my fucking head out. I can't, I can't be here. I can't do this. Um, I, I remember too talking to the, yeah, it was 12. You had to speak up into the mic, darling. It was 12 hour shifts too. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like the side of the mic. You should be like, if it's like right there, you should be. It's, it is super sensitive. I can't make it more sensitive. Okay. I can't make it more sensitive. Hold on. There we go. If they turn off the noise gate, it should be pretty sensitive. I think. I don't know. Test. No, you don't come through at all. It's just going to be me talking this whole time. Um, I don't know why it's not. No, I don't know why you're. Bring it to your face, I guess. Bring it to my face. You're not even talking loud enough. That's your problem. Speak the fuck up. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I, I remember 
uh, I talked to the supervisor there too. And I was like, Hey, like, is there any way to go into maintenance? He's like, oh, we just never had anybody do that. But you could be like, you could, you could be a, uh, is there like, uh, what did they say? They said like, Oh, you can, you could always be a lead machine operator. And I'm like, the fuck? Oh, it's like, no, like, how do I get in the main? They're like, I was like, why did you even give me this job in the first place? And like, oh, well, cause you seem super overqualified to be a, um, machine operator. So we figured it'd be a good fit. I was like, you fucking kidding me. I was so pissed like that. I was so, so fucking mad. They get all the talent for discounted. So I, I ended up quitting, uh, just honest. I was like, I'm fucking done. I'm not coming back. Um, I told him wasn't a good fit. And this is like another situation. So we tend to have like random windfall, like come our direction. Um, like just random Pretty shit. The universe loves us. We're going with, I don't know why your voice doesn't get picked up. Like, set for yours i don't have anything set everything is off of it i'm just talking into the microphone um i guess so you didn't you're not you're not loud enough um i think this, this is the only other option that i have and i don't know how that's going to come through it's stereo <laughs> that seems like she comes through so hopefully this isn't weird you guys are going to have if you're listening with headphones it's probably going to suck anyway whatever it's the whole fucking thing and actually because it's a podcast and people do listen to this in headphones. I'm sorry you're hearing me in, oddly in both ears. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So we we get this. Um, I'm like asking, like, can we afford to do this? Like, we are now like we're like months in. Um, to first off, I hadn't had a job in like six months because we were able to ride off of like the sale of the house and um and also the uh my my four hundred one k and stuff. And like, I don't know how we did it. Like, we we went almost half a year or more without me having an income and it was stressful as fuck. Like, I don't know how we did it. Um, and it, but it was really nice. It was actually because I had been working 13 on for the last like eight years, not being able to be around my kids or my family, like, except for fucking two days a fucking year. Like it was just nice It or a month. Sorry. Two days off a month. Like it was just nice to be home with the kids and, and being with Annie and, and stuff. And like, I, I started getting really comfortable with it. So it was really hard to want to go back to work, but I like, I'm not, I wasn't going to do a mind numbing fucking job. So then two weeks go by and I don't have any bites on work. Like I am starting to freak the fuck out. Um, and in like a fucking fever dream, I ended up blasting my resume out to like 60 different jobs in one night. I, I we don't like random windfall though, from like the sale of the house. They're like, Oh, by the way, we owe you back $2,000 from the sale. Right. So we kept getting like enough just to make it like, <laughs> we have one more week. We have one more week to do this. Um, so I remember I start, so I start getting these calls in and, um, one of them seems okay. And then there's, there's this job. I don't remember applying to it. And, um, I don't think it's real. Like, I don't think it's real. I look up at the company, I go to their website. Now that I know the company, um, they are tech illiterate. No one knows how to make a website. It has now been updated. I'm, I now know the guy who worked on it. Um, but like, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting ready for this interview. I show up to the place. Well, you almost wrote them off too. I did. I was I like, I remember you got the voicemail from the um like hiring representative, and like I remember her mentioning something about. No, don't don't mention that because then they'll put it together. But um, I remember them mentioning a detail of it, and like it kind of stuck out to me. And then like, I kept asking Jamie, I was like, "What about this one?" Like, and there was like some other ones he was thinking about, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm mean, like this one would be cool because you get some cool benefits with it." And um, then you know, so he did. He ended up calling them back and getting an interview and stuff. And <laughs> so yeah, so so I have the interview, and I, I show up to the the, the the place, and my my boss now, like I I absolutely love my boss. He is one of the sweetest 
uh, gentleman I've, I've ever had the pleasure to know. Um, I've never had a boss quite like him. If you guys want to check out the earlier part of the podcast, you'll see what he did to for me, what he did to me. Oh my God. <laughs> what he did for me. Um, wink. No, uh, what he, what he did for me is to help me get to where I'm, I'm about to be. Um, he's probably actually the first like real mentor I've ever had. Um, like someone I actually really sought advice from and, and took his, uh, a lot of what he said to heart and, and just really try to implement a lot of these things like going forward, like my management style will be forever affected by the, the things that he taught me and the way that he handles things. I, uh, he's, he really is, um, a, a very amazing human being. Um, and I, I really do feel blessed to, like, I know a lot of people throw that out there, but I do feel very blessed to have worked with him and, and to have gotten to know him. Um, but anyway, my first day, he doesn't pick up the fucking phone. So I'm sitting in this place where I feel like I'm going to get stabbed. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I I finally, like, get a hold of him. And he's like, yeah, I'll be right over. So where I was, he comes in this, like, little fucking UTV. I get on it. I'm like, I still don't know what's happening. And, like, I finally, now that I'm there, like, this all makes sense to me now. But back then, I had no idea what was going on. I thought it was a fake company. I thought it was going to be a fake job. Like, I didn't know what was happening. I don't remember. robbed. I don't remember applying for this position. I don't remember anything. So I get there and uh, it was a, it was the most informal interview I've ever had. And we, we, we talked for two hours. We, we never really like got into an interview. We just talked for two hours and it was the most unique inner style uh, interview style I've ever had because he already knew I had the qualifications for what I needed. He didn't give a shit about that. He already knew. So what he wanted to know was he, he was feeling me out for like, how would I work in a team? How do I respond to things? How do I do this? He introduced you to all the guys. He introduced me to all the guys. Like, that's, that was one of our big things is, like, you, ha- you have to fit with the team. The team has to also interview. And, and when we meet someone and, and later on, we'll all sit around, like, you know, so what were our thoughts? You know, what, do we think we could work out or, or these things? Like, it's a, very, it's a very interesting company because it's a very, very small company, but we have these massive contracts, like huge contracts that we, we um, for these facilities that, that we take care of. And uh, so, yeah, so anyway, time goes by. I, I take this position um, knowing that the benefits are garbage. Uh, they're not very good. Um, but I, I take this. Um, it, it was I'm making the most money I've, I've ever made at that point. Um, and hey. I'm trying to. Th- so things are things are going along. It's going pretty well. Um, at some point, for some reason, one of my coworkers and I start butting heads uh, because he's having trouble with his wife at, 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 you know, at home. He's starting shit with me. Um, he ends up leaving, um, and then tries to come back after we hire this other guy. But anyway, um, wait, was that? Yes. Yeah. It's a team. He tried to come back after, after, yeah. never told me that. After Jay got hired. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to come back. He never told me he tried to come back. No, he tried to come back and, and, uh, my boss basically told him like, man, sorry. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Yeah. No, he tried crawling back. He, uh, (laughs) because he was going to take this job and he was going to be a big shot with all this shit and. He, because he complained that our job was very easy. And at the time it was because everything was under warranty. If something broke, we'd call in contractors to come fix it. Once we got out of the warranty period, that's when everything got really fun. That's when we got to do all the maintenance. That's what I was looking forward to. Anyway, um, fast forward and, you know, I'm busting my ass. Uh, and, and then um, the the facility manager that I'm replacing at this other, other facility, um, you know, he's got some stuff going on. They asked me like, Hey, can you come sit down here? And, uh, can you come down? My boss goes, they're going to test you this weekend, like this week. Like, that's why you're going down there. He's like, I have no doubt in my mind that they want to feel you out because they want to know if you're going to be able to handle this facility. And at that point I, I'd already, I think it was like a year in, 
um, I, I was showing off. Like, I, I'm. It wasn't even a year in. Yeah, it was probably less than a year. Um, seven months in, six. But like, I had already saved the company probably upwards to thirty thousand dollars because of some things that I knew how to do and and there were some workarounds that I knew how to do, do with some things. And it made waves. Like I, I made waves and I set out to make fucking waves. Like one of the things when I left New Hampshire and left that stupid fucking job I had was that wherever I landed, I was going to, I was going to make sure that everyone fucking knew who I was. I was going to make sure that they knew my name, that my work shined through and that I wasn't going to just roll over like I had in the past. If something didn't feel right. Everyone else was also going to fucking know about it. And it was going to be corrected. Like I was done. I was done. And the thing was too, like, I felt like I had this backing. Um, and we ended up spending way too much money and realizing that we fucked ourselves. Um, so at this point where I thought like I had this net where like I could quit at any time. It was a good feeling feel like I could just leave. We had some extra money to fall back on. We didn't, there was, that was gone. That was not there. We spend it all on food. We are, we are booties and we ate all our money. Um, so I didn't have that net anymore. Uh, so, but I, I went in with it knowing like feeling like I can just fucking leave. If I don't want to be here, I'm fucking done. And like I said, I just walked out of two other jobs and like, and it was like, and I put my, like, it sounds bad. I put my family at a risk where like, if I couldn't get work, we were fucked, but I made it work every time. Um, so yeah. So anyway, I go down. Power under pressure. I work really good under pressure. <laughs> pressure is like where, where I shine the most, but, uh, like anytime we have like an emergency, at my facility, it's when I'm the most calm. I'm like, this is great, guys. We got this. And that's actually shined through a lot, too, because we've had some pretty catastrophic things happen at a facility that's brand new that should not have these issues. And it's just a thing where I, when when shit goes wrong, that's when I turn it up. And that's where I feel like I'm, I, I feel like fucking Superman. Like, it just, I like time stops. We had this one thing happen. Uh, it, it was a, end up being like this $40,000 event. And it was bad. It was real bad. And I ended up having to, I didn't have to, mind you, I, I just did this. I slept at that facility. I was getting up every two hours in the middle of winter to go crack these drip drums, basically allows water and stuff to come out so that these pipes didn't freeze again and burst and get all this foam everywhere. Um, but I was sleeping there and I got up every two hours in the middle of the night to go burp the pipes. And I did that for a week straight. And I, I remember like, like this is this is like me. This is what I'm going to do. And it, it got noticed and I was like, oh shit, okay, cool. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. This is a cool story. Um, so yeah, so I am going down to this other facility and, and sit in. And you know, they're telling me, like, you don't, you don't have to do anything. You know, you can you can just babysit, um, leave whenever you want. Like, you know, like work work like You're five like, yeah, that's not like work like five hours, um, just make sure that everything keeps going and you know, go enjoy yourself. And uh I told them like that that's not really how I roll. Like I'm not gonna do that. Um so while I was there, uh I, I kinda the first day I kinda Got my bearings. The second day, I rewired every fucking motor that was in the facility. Um, I'm not gonna really explain what I do because I might give away like locations and things. Um, but anyway, I noticed a ton of like issues, and um, I rewired everything. I, I I basically noticed there was a ton of broken wires. There was exposed wires for all these things, and I you know I told them like, hey, like I I'm gonna do this, and I don't think it wasn't really like brought up like, oh shit, like can't believe you did that. But I could I got the sense of like. All right, this this guy fucks. This is our dude. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so like I leave there and I don't really hear much about it for a while. Um, some other things kind of happened that kind of like made me feel a little iffy about the company, but that was resolved. Um, I was almost gonna go like scorched earth and burn everything down. 
but again, I, and it was, uh, it was actually a really good teaching. Like my, my boss was the one who I talked to. I've never been this open or, or anything with my bosses. Like I'm telling them, like, this is why this is a fucking bullshit. And like any other place I would have fucking walked out. Like I, I just same way we get everything cleared up. It's, it's all resolved. That was, you know, a few months ago and everything's good. Um, but yeah, so last Tuesday, um, as, as those of you that have been listening, um, I got news that they were going to offer me that facility that I was going to be the facility manager there. Um, and like, I just, again, like my, my boss is, is just an amazing human being where, you know, the, the, the director that was going to, that wanted me there, I was their first pick. I was pretty much their only pick was told to stand down because they didn't want to fuck with my boss. My boss also is like a consultant with them. Um, so th- there's some extra things on top of that. They try to keep him happy. They try to keep him happy. They didn't, they didn't want to fuck with the team. They didn't want him to, yeah, to take one of his, one of his best employees away. Um, but like my boss was saying, like for him, um, he gets his fulfillment out of developing people and watching them grow. And like he, he, um, he took a gamble on me when he, when he took me on because, um, my, my job requires me to know how to do electric work. And I've done a lot of residential stuff at our house and things like that. Um, but I, I never worked on 480 volt stuff. And I told him during my interview, let me do it and I'll, I'll do it. Like I can figure it out. Um, like just give me the chance to do it. Like anything that I need to learn, I can learn it. I can learn it better than any fucking other person. I'll, I will, I will run circles around your best guy. I was like, I just need someone to let me get in the door. Like, this is what, this is my blind spot. This is what I'm missing. This is the thing like. No one else will take the chance because I don't have a certification. Like I, I kind of like, I'm, I dropped out of college because I just, I got so bored with it. I couldn't do it anymore. Like I just want to start my life. And I, I didn't have a lot of the shit that these other guys have. I never went to a trade school for any of the things I'm doing. I, I dropped out of college. I was a straight A student. Like I'm, I'm, I'm intelligent. Um, and that's not a flex. Like I'm not trying to, I don't know if it's humble brag, whatever. Fuck you guys. And I, I know you guys don't. Um, like my boss literally told me I should, I should apply for Mensa because he's, he's also been in Mensa. So that was pretty cool too. I also think that sometimes I can play a fucking moron. So who knows? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so he took that chance on me and that <laughs> merit too. Like there, there was a moment where he was saying like how honored he was to have like been able to work with me and, and to know me and to have me on his team. And like, I've, I've never had that, like, I feel like I kind of got a, a type of support that even like as a kid, I didn't really get. And like, like I'm so indebted to this human being that, that really, that, that gave me this chance. And like, I, I don't even know where this goes after this because like, I know I'm going to go down there and I'm, I'm going to fucking do my shit. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that I'm blowing them out of the water and that I'm, I'm, you know, doing the best I can and that I'm, I'm going to shake shit up. Like I already have an entire plan and goals for the next two years at this place that I sat down the first week I was there and made all this stuff like where I knew what I wanted to do and how I was going to do it. And, um, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to cry, man. Let it out. <laughs> um, the people are here to see. Yeah. Like he didn't say so what I'm trying to say. He didn't have to tell them that they should go for me. And like so many other people in my life have just held me back and not allowed me to grow or to, you know, maybe, maybe even let me fail or make mistakes. Like, like in, in, when, if I did fuck up, right? Like we kind of went over those steps of like, this is, this is what went wrong. And I know you're going to fix it. And let's, and like, let's learn. Like he, he even said like, he doesn't, he views the failures as opportunities to grow and, and to learn. And it's not like I fucked up a lot. Um, 
cried to not crying or crying um oh <laughs> thank you um yeah so so he kind of has put me in this position where like I, from this experience as long as everything goes well and i'm i'm able to put everything um with my 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 best foot forward like there's a potential that i could be doubling my income in like two years just because this one person gave me this this chance and, and not only that but also was in, encouraged other people to like take that chance on me too and like i i just it's it's um it's gonna be a fucking nightmare like i i have to i have to secure an apartment in a week and then move in a week and then start in a week <laughs> and like i i even i was i just realized like there was one like i'm talking and um <laughs> so, um well that's the thing too is like uh I think I think I, I am uh, missing a, a really big portion of all of this, and that is um, my my wife has been the biggest support in my entire life. There have been I I was like I used to be one giant red flag, like I I was I I do not deserve this woman who sit next to me and does this podcast with me all the time. Um, like she 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 saw this potential in me and didn't give up and like. Guys, this is embarrassing, but there was one point in our relationship where I was like pissing in bottles and I just hide them under our bed. Like that's who I was. I was, I was a shit. I was not like, I was, I was an animal. Um, I straight up told him that it needed to, or else I would leave it. <laughs> yeah, that was really fucking embarrassing. Um, he's saving water. Like, dude. Oh, like he was legit. Like we were. Um, like the basement. I didn't level. want to go upstairs. In the basement level of a split level, and there wasn't a bathroom down there, and he just didn't want to walk upstairs to the fucking bathroom in the middle of the night. So he's peeing in bottles, and then he was feeling embarrassed about it and hiding it under the bed as I'm dumping it. All. I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" And like, I found it the first time and was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then like, he was all embarrassed about it. He's like, "Oh, like, oh, like, I just forgot. Like, I'm a throw out. It's fine. Like, whatever. That's not gonna happen again." And then like a week later, I find a bunch of bottles behind the washing machine because I didn't know where to put them. I panicked. I just panicked. I didn't know where to put them. <laughs> like, did it again, but then tried to freaking hide it from me. I was like, "Oh my god." I just. I don't know. I, like, what am I supposed to do? Jump through this all outside? I don't know. You're this too drunk for this. This was very early in our It was very early. Like, um, like, I mean, we, for those of you. This was before there, we had kids. We've been together since 2010. So yeah. We're coming up on 13 years, but this was like three years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, and Annie didn't run. Dude, that's, that's just. That's the thing, though, is like, there's been some things that I think that, a normal person would run from. Guys, that's. Like, not normal, apparently. So. That That's just, that's just one part. And that's not like. There's some worship, but, um, like Annie did leave me at one point. I, uh, and that's like, uh, yes. Worse. Um, Annie did leave at one point and, um, I remember that was a really low point for me. Um, so I don't know why I share a lot of the, but, uh, it was a really low point because at, at one point Annie did leave. Um, I mean, I guess general, like if you guys are interested in hearing more about our life, like just let us know and maybe we'll try to. Yeah, dude, we could just do a different pod. Like, we do two podcasts. podcast just talking about ourselves because, like, in, we have had, like, a pretty... There's a lot of really together. fun shit, too, that you guys don't know about. We're weird. And, like, for those who haven't caught on, like, um, Jamie and I are uh, polyamorous. <laughs> I, it's not, I mean, kind of. But, like, not, like, the way you'd think. So, <laughs> which means, like, for those who don't know, that's, like, open relationships. So Yeah, there's a lot of, of juicy lots of fun stories there. Um. <laughs> He went watching this tangents episode. He's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Um, <laughs> just, yeah, I mean, okay. 
Uh, moving away from, just going back to what I was talking about originally. Uh, I don't know how much we want to. Um, Tangent. Tangents. Uh, so yeah, and he did leave at one point. Um, I was not a was not a, I was not a good person at, at, at the uh, at that part of my life. Um, I was becoming very bitter. I was very angry. Um, I was yeah. I mean, I was, I was suffering with low testosterone. Like that was a big thing too. Like um, didn't learn that till I was thirty. So I wish I could <laughs> could have taken back the last I don't know decade of my fucking life. Um, guys, seriously, if you're listening to this and you are male, um, I'm, I'm sure that's a touchy subject we can get a different uh, anyway female i had low t2 yeah yeah he actually had low t2 so definitely get your hormone checks guys because it changes a lot of your personality um but anyway so i i got to this point where i was just a miserable fuck to be around i didn't want to go anywhere i didn't want to do anything um and annie was done with it she she left and i'm not gonna lie like normally um yeah no definitely uh it definitely can kill your tea um there's a lot of shit that kind of kills it. I mean, just fucking society alone can kill. There's a whole we can do a whole fucking separate podcast on things children that kill your too. tea. Yeah, having children. Um, <laughs> it's in the water. Yeah, no, there's a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of. Um, oh, what are they called? Um, polyesterins. I can't remember what they're called, but like even in plastics, like there's estrogenic stuff. The BPA. Right? Yeah, uh, beep. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, that's a different podcast for a different <laughs> podcast with a different podcast. We're gonna say I have to do the chaos. No, no, that's fine. We can literally. I can do a whole thing about testosterone and we do a whole we do a whole fucking podcast about that um especially with all lifting and, and fitness and stuff i've done but then we'll maybe eventually we're just gonna have the chaos and lay stream and we'll talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about um all right on it bro yeah you're what do you want what are we talking about wait i'm so confused anyway um i left <laughs> so annie leaves um and normally after that like i'm god I was 22 20 with my parents we were in Montana. <laughs> and we so were sure. <laughs> I think I was like 22 at the time. 22, 23. I, I don't remember. 2000, 2013. Remember? Yeah, something something around that. And um, so she leaves. And normally when that happens, like first thing I do is I turn, I turn a giant. <laughs> I become a giant slut. And I just try to sleep the pain away um, with different partners. And uh, it was the first time in my life where I didn't, I didn't want that. I didn't want to go and find someone else to like, I was looking at myself in the mirror. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you need to figure this out. And, um, that's kind of what kicked into my whole fitness journey. Um, because I, I started losing weight, like in my head, it was like, if you just lose weight, if you can, if you can find some way that you are dedicated to changing, that you're not going to be this giant piece of shit anymore. Like you, it's, it, she can come back. Like I never wanted anything more in my fucking life. Like I, I just, I could not imagine my life without this woman. And I was like, I had to do whatever the fuck it took. And like, I, I remember I, I ended up leaving, losing like fucking 65 fucking pounds. It was not all in one go, but like when, when I went to go see her, I was 198 pounds when she left. Um, this was before lifting. So I was, I was not, I was not good looking at 198. Um, and I, I, I got, you know, I lost quite a bit of weight. And, um, I, I think by the time that we, got back together i was like around 165 so i think i lost like 30 pounds um because i you know I, we were talking um over fuck skype i don't know what we talked over skype. back then was it skype or aim i don't know i don't know what we used to that was the, yeah oh my god thing so so we um i mean also I mean, it was probably one of the reasons what i don't know because did you leave during kata when did must have been Kata, because I remember we had our guild I and we were i told you i was leaving and then we had to do a raid we had to do a raid that night guys do you ever 
you ever have to do a raid with the woman that you're dating and you have to tell everyone that how tall am I? I'm I'm only five ten. Um I am like I'm like two fifteen right now though. Um when I when I'm like shredded like shredded now, like one ninety eight, I look pretty fucking pretty fucking good. Uh but yeah, so we did a raid that night that she broke up with me, um, which was terrible. I came home from work and I was like, I'm moving back with my parents and do a raid. We had to do a fucking raid, guys. I, this is how dedicated I am to dumb shit because I'm like, okay, so we're doing the fucking raid and we're with our, our fucking raiders. And this was Cata. It was in Cataclysm. I remember because I remember what fucking raid it was. And we're with our people. We're with our <laughs> guild. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot that. We're with our guild. And like, they're like, no, you guys are like our dream. Like, how did this happen? And I'm like, oh man, I, I don't know. I don't. I just must have just blacked out and we just did the fucking raid. I don't remember anything about that, but we did raid after she literally told me we were breaking up. I don't think I talked to her the whole fucking time. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I messaged you and was like, I love you. Yeah. It's just like, I love you. And I remember she, she was like, I think she called me I babe. Send me a frowny face. I think she called me babe or something. I was like, don't call me that. I'm like, I'm not. Person. Yeah. Oh, was it in person? Yeah, later? Yeah. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, so like I ended up really focusing on the fitness and it wasn't, it wasn't that. I mean, you, you can talk for yourself if you want, but like, it wasn't so much that I lost the weight. That's why you came back. But. So I've always been like those people that was like, if their first chance, they don't deserve a second. Like that was kind of motto forever. And there was a lot of guys who didn't get a chance with me for that exact thing. I think honestly, like it was more so the amount of dedication, like you were trying to change like and i think like speaking as just a human being like that speaks words for anybody like if you can just show that amount of enthusiasm to like try and change like it's one thing to say words and be like i can change (laughs) and then like it's another thing to just like completely see those actions and like um with jamie it was like with his fitness and stuff and dedication to that and things and yeah, I don't know. I mean, you had like a odd mindset to why you wanted to get fit, but like it more so was just like that. Like we had, you know, Jamie and I are really close. Like we've always, always talked about everything. And like he'd always talked about like how his tendencies were like when there was a breakup, like he would kind of like go slut it up and stuff. And, That'd like, just go be sleep super self-destructive. And like, meanwhile, my, my, one of my best friends at the time, like after we broke up, came over, like asked she him to hang out. To cut his hair and like was trying to like get with him and he was just talking about me the whole time like and of course I heard heard that and stuff and like I don't know I guess it was so long that it's really hard to remember the exact details but like I just decided for the first time in my life to actually give somebody a second chance which was kind of crazy because I had moved to Montana and he like had raised the money and everything like once I actually told him like you know yes like I will give this a second chance like he took the time off of work or no you were between quit jobs a job. yeah I quit a job to go get you. I quit a job came and drove all the way out to montana to come pick me up in three three days three days three days which it's like a so i drove three, seven hour drive i drove 16 hours the first day i went from all the way from new hampshire all the way through chicago and then the next day i think i drove 12 hours i slept in some random fucking like parking lot it, like Nervous out of my fucking mind because I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere, surrounded by rednecks. <laughs> I sleep for like two hours and I drive the rest of the four hours um, to go get her. But yeah, like I just, I, I found a way to make it. I, this is another weird thing where like 
I what is what is in Montana? My parents were in Montana. Yeah, her parents like, were in Montana. My whole family moved away from New Hampshire. That's where we all grew up, and then everybody moved away, and my parents just randomly moved to Montana. So that was like the only way. Like that's the only support system I had for when we want to take a break. So I had to go all the way to Montana. So anyway, I mean, that's <laughs> honestly it kind of worked out for me too because I'm sure she fucking hated being there. So it's like I could be on his dick again. Um, <laughs> it wasn't like that. Oh my god! Listen, I laid down some good pipe. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, what was I saying? Um, yeah. So I'm sorry to ruin that whole romantic real moment. Keep that only pants. I were trying. Some of it spills out. I'm sorry. Oh, phrasing. Just who we are. It's just who we are. We're giant perverts in real life. Um, <laughs> oh, Tansy's people are like people are fucking weird. The true fans are. Um, but yeah. So pouring more rum now. Cheers, bro. Um, but yeah. So so I I I had a week between when my job. I actually I I've never put a two weeks notice into any job. Um, I was a week into my two week notice and it was either finish that out or quit that job that day, drive out to Montana and get Annie and drive back to start oh, my new no, job. You had lined up your new job before I even left. Yeah. No, it was about a... how and like it kind of sucked. <laughs> After I had made the decision that I was going to leave and move to Montana and like I made all the plans and stuff before I told Jamie that I was going like he got hired at what? ended up being the job he was just talking about yeah the fucking eight years of fucking sucked up eight years of his life (laughs) but uh like he was gonna be making more money and stuff so like i remember like he was having a conversation with me where he's super excited and he's like like you know we're gonna be making more money we'll have more time together and like you know we can actually afford to get married and stuff and i was like huh i was like i finally i'm like i'm gonna I'm, we're finally gonna have more money we can finally do the things we want to do and and all this and then next thing i was just fucking leaving um but yeah so so yeah so i just quit that job on the spot and i i rented a car and i just fucking went and i i literally lined it up where i left and i had exactly a week to get back and we took the whole week coming back and the, the, the whole time you can hear oh no you can oh, hear no. discord notifications <laughs> sorry i can't okay let me close this yeah i'm gonna have to retune this and make sure it's all set up so thank you for that we don't want that for Mark. No, we, we it is getting close. I think it's just because of the audio driver. Oh, it's because of you. God damn it, Nick. <laughs> um, Thanks. Thank you for interrupting the stream. You couldn't wait. I'm not going to read Discord right now. Um, but yeah, so, and, and then the entire ride back, I'm just trying to get her pregnant the whole fucking way back. And I even told her too. I'm like, We're, I'm going to get you. Pre- You're never leaving again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everybody. I was not leaving. That she was going to be locked down. All right, I'm not leaving her twice. Uh, <laughs> Never say that, my <laughs> Um But we did. Um, we did eventually have our first child, and a year later, a year, year later. Um, and I think that's really where a lot of my growth and maturity took place, is because like you have a kid, like someone else is depending on you, and you can't be a fucking giant piece of shit anymore. And um, yeah, like. Uh, I, I think that was a really big turning point for me. And this this woman, like the whole, the whole point of all this this story was that there have been two really influential people. I mean, the couple people that I made my dad that don't know it. Um, <laughs> mentors that have no idea I exist. Um, but like Annie has been with me every step of that journey, always knowing what I could do and my potential and things and never letting me give up and always pushing me. Like, dude, when we first started dating, I was a manager at McDonald's. 
And I, I, if it wasn't for her, I probably would have fucking stayed there. Cause I was, I told her like, she's like, you know, you're so much better than this. And like, I don't know. I like my job. And like, you're only, you're a manager only making eight twenty five an hour. That was like, what? I don't know how many years ago that was. That was in 2000. Yeah. That long ago. That, was, that was shitty. No, it was real bad. It was real bad. Um, <laughs> Dude. Especially because the other manager you're working with was making what thirteen. So I I fucking trained her. That's why I quit. Oh, there was another. I was just anyway. But like, Annie's always really pushed me, and I even pushed you to do this. She pushed me to do this stuff. I wasn't like I felt like I was. Um, like I always kind of felt a bit insecure with with things or getting like I get really bad imposter syndrome, and like I was like I I didn't know like if I could do the streaming thing or whatever or what you know I'm like I don't know if I can get people to watch or, or any of this stuff and um and like I. It, it's basically that, like I always kind of doubt myself and, and things like that. And because I doubt myself and be, because of that, I would avoid opportunities. I kind of almost run from opportunities and I, I would avoid risk until like something was really in my face where I was like, you need to do this. And I, I guess the whole point of this whole fucking conversation, even in talking about like, you know, me getting this job and moving into this, the the whole thing is about that. I, I stopped running away from those opportunities. I started taking those risks and it has just been nonstop one thing after the other, after the other, after the other, we're like, not only, okay, so this is fucking insane to me. Not only am I going to be starting this new job, we have to move to this new house. We're going to be doing this. Margaret is coming onto our fucking stream guys. Margaret's going to be on our podcast hanging out with us, answering questions, talking. I'm obviously probably not a ton of ashes stuff. It'd probably be more like this kind of things. But, like, we have fucking Margaret that's going to come on and hang out. Margaret takes us seriously. That's fucking me. But, like, <laughs> so we've got that happening. I'm moving and starting a new job. We're moving. I'm starting a new job. We have so many irons in the fire, and I could not be more fucking excited. We're, like, a week ago. I really had nothing going on, and I was, like, I... I well, we had Margaret. We had the Margaret thing, but, like, <laughs> everything else felt very stagnant. And now, all of a sudden, I'm in complete and utter chaos and going to lose my fucking mind. I am just... I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Um, I am not that I'm, I am, I'm doing, I'm fine, but like, man, I have a hair trigger and like everyone pissing me off. This has been a very good way to like, just relax. And, uh, cause man, I am, I'm just wound up like a goddamn firecrack. I'm going to expose. Oh yeah. Drink. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been fucking wild. Um, so with that said, um, things around the channel, are going to be a little wonky. Um, I, I want to make sure we're hitting the podcast. Um, I, I think I started saying it. If we don't get housing, I will sleep at the fucking facility. Like, I will find some way to make it work. I will fucking live in a hotel or a motel, like the cheapest fucking one I can find for a week. I don't know. As long as they have Wi-Fi, we'll be doing the show. Um, but I did want to let you guys know, like, because you guys are a very important part of my life also. Um, I really enjoy every Friday coming out and talking to you guys. And I... I think that's also why I want to share this to people who who are really big fans of us, not just tangents, but people who are fans of chaos and lace, um, who who have been here and and enjoy the content that we put out and want to hang out with us. So we we want to give you guys that special stream to let you know the things that are happening in our life and and like I don't know, like maybe we'll do more of, of these on on like a I don't know for some reason I thought you were gonna like take your shirt like lift your shirt and show titties or something. I'm like, where are we? Um, cause I, I just saw you fucking went through. I don't know. That's, that's not, no. I was like, why are you fucking with your shirt? Page for that. Oh my God. It's like, what is happening right now? <laughs> uh, guys, I'm just, I'm a mess. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys all for hanging out with us and being there. Um, 
it's really cool being here every Friday with you guys and being able to share these things and talk about ashes. But it, tonight felt like it had to be something different. I really wanted to tell that story of like how we got where we were. And like, guys, like, like 10 years ago, we were looking in couch cushions for coins to buy groceries. Like, not even 10 years ago. It's probably like, less than that. It was, yeah, our daughter's nine. Like so, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of rough patches. Like, dude, we almost lost it all in like November. Like, we, we, everything was really, we, we found some way, we made some, we made some risky moves to make things work and we, we pulled ourselves out of a really bad spot. Um, we ended up having to put a mortgage on our house that we bought with. Yeah, we we fucked ourselves a bit. Um, made some bad choices, but like the, it happens. But like we we almost lost, not like lost everything, but it was getting. We couldn't afford a turkey for fucking Thanksgiving. Um, and this isn't like a ploy for you guys to like fucking sub or anything. Like, no, that's not <laughs> what this is about. Us Raleigh sharing our our life. <laughs> right, like it was it, it was like you guys really helped me get through some of these times too, where you know it, it's been really good to like be there. Um, with you guys, like when 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 shit was really rough, we knew we could go to the podcast and we could disappear for a while and, and, and have fun and, and not have to worry about those things. Um, and I'm, I don't want to put that shit on you. Like, I mean, you guys are, I really tried to avoid like any of those really bad days. Um, cause I think you guys have noticed there was that like the one time where I just, I could not focus cause it, things were bad, but like it, it's been, it's been amazing having the opportunity to have people to entertain and talk to. And the fact that you guys spend your time, um, and then people like, people that subscribe and not, you don't have to subscribe. That's not what I'm saying. Like, um, but like even people that, you know, when you guys do subscribe and, and you are donating and shit and like, it's just amazing. Like even when we did extra life, like you guys were fucking awesome. Like I never, I didn't, I didn't think I was originally had our goal set to like a hundred dollars and we broke what we make almost make like $1,500. Like that's fucking insane. I have a gold medal. So yeah, we got our gold medal from, from, um, from, uh, Jesus, what extra life, um, in the mail, and it was just, it it came in the other day and I was just thinking like, we've done some cool fucking shit and you know, we, we may never get to that admin goal level, but I don't give a fuck. Like, that's not the point, but yeah, like this, I don't I don't think it's going to like focus. Yeah. Like yeah. this is, this is because of you guys. Like we, we, we were able to raise it's those funds. It's actually like metal. It's not. Yeah. It's <laughs> national metal, but like, it's just fucking cool. Like we, we got to be part of something with you guys and you all helped us get there. It was just a really amazing experience, and I can't wait to see what this becomes more, especially because my, my job should make things more stressful, I think, but also I'm going to have a bit more time uh, just because I'm I'm going to be my fucking boss. Oh, God damn it. You didn't have to do that, Nuke. Oh. I really appreciate that. That's fucking amazing. Thank you. <laughs> God damn, dude. I, re I really appreciate it. Hey, that. I got one of those. Hey, Thanks. Oh, my God. She can finally watch me ad free. Us. I'm gonna have to stream by myself now. She's probably gonna need that if I'm fucking sleeping at the goddamn facility. <laughs> but like, but yeah. So thank you guys for for coming out and for doing all these amazing things. Nuke, thank you so much for the subs. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, that shit's still like, like I, I still every time. But yeah. So I don't know. Take this as a this is a fucking big the big moves stream. It's the appreciation stream. It's you guys get to know me stream uh, us stream. I know I do most of the talking, um, <laughs> but uh, we can get a few more drinks and Annie, she'll fucking talk a lot. I'm still like, I know you guys and everything, but I'm still a little more shy. <laughs> um, I think, I think too, like, I feel like you, you guys have yet to really meet like Annie. We're still trying to figure that out. Like how to. It comes out a little bit in Dead Space. Yeah, you guys, see, that's one of the things. If you guys aren't watching Annie play Dead Space, watch Annie play Dead Space because a lot of her personality comes out there. 
Um, and she like my wife is so much fucking fun. Um, I mean, you you've had your own struggles too. I don't know if that's something you want to talk about. Like, uh, do you want to open up about your? I can't think of anything. Your your health stuff. Oh well, I mean, I've talked about it a little bit. This is your oh, time. God. Talk about it. But if I was spot, um, I don't know. I don't about like how you've gotten gone through like the past few years with like not feeling like yourself and like okay, struggling so and it all started when i got my tubes tied it, it was before then that, well before then because i really i found out i have pcos which is polycystic ovarian syndrome which fucking sucks by the way like i just want you to know so pretty much since i went through puberty like i have had not to get into details but awful symptoms and stuff like woman symptoms and everything and like i didn't really think too much of it because people don't really talk about that kind of thing so i just thought it was normal but like pretty much for a week out of the month like i was out of commission like i was useless miserable like and in pain and um I didn't think too much of it, but then I got my tubes tied in December of 2019, and unfortunately I had a complication, which made one of my ovaries shut down, <laughs> which made it so I was a hormonal mess because all my, like, my body was no longer able to produce the, even just the normal amount of hormones I needed to function, and, like, it took me until just, what, like, six months ago? To, yeah. yeah, to figure out what was actually wrong with me because, like, I had gone to so many doctors. Like, I had tried, like, cutting out certain foods. And, like, I did find out that I can't have um, wheat or gluten, which sucks. But, like, I feel better for it. So that's good. But um, I... You should I, downplay that a lot. Like, Annie loves food. It pisses her up. It's probably the thing that makes her the most sad in the world is that she can't have wheat. <laughs> And like I try to, I try. That's not that bad. Like, dude, that would suck. Like, I know, I know. I I always downplay it. And but, dude, like, <laughs> wheat, cheese, and bread go together so well. And I am so sorry you can't enjoy it. and cake <laughs> and fucking everything. I could eat a cake on my daughter's birthday. <laughs> but um, anyway, so like I had cut, like I had tried everything. I'd gone to various different doctors which like let me tell you the worst thing ever is when you just aren't feeling yourself you're feeling sick like you're feeling like suicidal for the first time in your life and you're like this isn't me and then you go to a doctor first time huh? well you know when you had no no i'm forever. saying like dude that's but, like, um, literally since i was like five and you go to see a doctor and like you just want answers and then they pretty much just suggest that because you're thin that you're healthy i'm like i don't feel healthy though like and they're like oh well like your bmi is good and you're like you look you look healthy and like well, sure. pretty much implying that it's all in my head and i'm like i'm not making this up like well, shit, there was you asked to get blood work at one point and they're like oh you're you're not even 30 yet you don't need blood work and it's like fuck yeah you, dude. they like i've had so many doctors gatekeep me getting me my blood work done and then when i finally did find a doctor that let me get my blood work done they told me that i didn't need to be fasted yeah which, which just messed up the moron. results <laughs> Oh my God. But anyway, I actually ended up going and just kind of like, I don't know, just on a whim decided to go like see a um, hormonal uh, hormone replacement therapy doctor. Well, see, and that, that was something that I was saying too. I, I, I say that to anyone who's watching that your PCP, like if you guys have ever heard C's get degrees, like your PCP is most likely someone who just got by in college and became a doctor. Like the person that got C's in past is still like the same dude. Like, so 
especially when it comes to hormones and those type of things. Um, and this is from my personal experience too, is that HRT clinics are always, they're in the business to make you feel better. We don't have a sponsor. There's nothing. This is also I'm not a doctor and medical Just advice. All this shit. Don't listen. <laughs> Um, but also this is different experience. Based and, off our and experience. Um, was, uh, if you want someone to take you seriously and to like, look at your bloods and you want like actually get like seen HRT clinics are like the place to go because they're going to do the blood work and they have to do the blood work and they want to make you feel better. Like that's their job where your PCP cut, at least from my experience, because my doctor put me on shit, whatever it doesn't, we don't even get into it. But they, they just wanted to push pills on me, and they got kickbacks from the fucking people they were getting pills from. There's a goddamn website you can go to. I'm going to get we If you guys want a completely different podcast, we can do this. I'm not going to – I won't dive into it right now. Yeah, I just fucking Jamie rants or something. Like <laughs> We'll have like five fucking shows by the end of this year. Um, but, yeah, like if, if you are not feeling well, you think there could be something wrong, I would always suggest getting to an HRT clinic because they seem to be Because they look ones. at not just like – there, it's a holistic approach. They don't just look at your like vitamin D levels and your like you know whatever levels. Like they look at everything because when I did get my blood work done, they didn't look at any of my hormones, and that's where the problem was because I found out that I have hypothyroidism, which means that my thyroid isn't functioning as efficiently as it should, which is making me slow and sluggish and tired all the time. I found out I had low estrogen. My progesterone was pretty much non-existent, which is like your hormone that makes it so you're not stressed out in an anxious mess all the time. <laughs> um, and my testosterone was low, which was causing me to have like severe brain fog all the time. So like I just was not able to be a functioning person. <laughs> and on top of that, I have ADHD. So like just all around, like everything is just and on top of that, awful. <laughs> on top of that, being like a stay-at-home mom and like having to deal with you know, the overstimulation of, of children that are constantly talking to you and needing things and stressing you out. Like it, it, it just exacerbated the symptoms like so much worse. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> but um, so like that's, I guess that would be my bit of advice to anybody who feels like medically you're struggling with something is just make sure you're getting your hormones checked because they don't always check for that. And actually, in most cases, if you can get your blood work done through a PCP, because a lot of them like to gatekeep it, um, make sure you're going to a doctor that wants to check everything, full panel, including hormones. Like, that's, I guess, what I would suggest because, and on top of that, seeing a, a doctor, preferably like an HRT person who actually can read your blood work and tell you, like, what your results are, because I didn't even realize I had PCOS until I went to the hormone doctor and he just looking at the levels of, like, what, I can't even remember the levels off the top of my head, but looking at this and being like, well, like this number is double what this number is. And that tells me that you have PCOS. <laughs> it's like, really? Like what? <laughs> but yeah, like nukes, I haven't gone to a doctor in like six years. I avoided doctors like crazy until like I just couldn't anymore because my health issues got so bad. And then like it was just even worse because I was like, these people can't even help me. Like this isn't like, I don't know where to go from here because, like, I know that something is wrong with me and they're either making me feel like I'm making up in my head or providing more obstacles or just writing me off. Like, you know, I saw a funny meme that was talking about how um, you watch, like, all these, like, hospital shows and everything where the doctors are like, patient has mystery illness. I'm going <laughs> to work day and night and not sleep until I... I discover what it is and can cure them. And then you have real life where you have your real doctor who in most cases like is just wants to tell you like, hey, have you ever considered that maybe you're just making it up? Like, 
So yeah, that's been my experience and it's been extremely stressful. And like, that's been, it's uh, honestly, I'm glad that I finally, like, I'm glad I didn't just give up because there was so many times where I was like, maybe they're right. Like maybe this is just how I am. And like, I should just accept that. But like, I just, you know, Jamie helped a lot with pushing me to be like, you know, no, this <laughs> I need to find the answers. But um and I finally did. And like, I'm very fortunate in that because there's a lot of people who don't like I have friends who have lots of health issues that they can't seem to find issues with. Like, actually, one of my sisters is one of them who she spent thousands and thousands of dollars trying to find out what's wrong with her. And like, she's kind of starting to scrape the surface of it. But um, she actually just found out she only has the thyroid. So that's part of it, too. Like, and that's kind of something they found out accidentally because she had broken her collarbone while riding a horse. And they had taken like a full CAT scan. And then one of her doctors she saw later looked at, you know, was reviewing it and then was like, hang on, like something's not quite right. Like, and realized she only had half a thyroid. So that's, you, you just never know like what could be going on if you're not feeling well. I, I think one of the, the best things like to come out of this is that, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people realize how, how much different hormones influence your personality and things. But I, I every day I feel like I'm getting my best friend back more and more and more. It's like, I, I know how much you struggled and like, it, it, it makes me so fucking happy when I hear things like I, the other days that you tell me you feel more like yourself or that like things just feel are starting to feel right. So like that's, that's been massive. And like, you know, I, I as just who I am, I, I do a lot of research and I, you know, I, I was reading through things. I'm like, have you tried this or this or this? And like, I kept saying like, go to try HRT, like go to an HRT doctor, check this out. And finally, like you went and like you finally, I'm like, you can get a full blood panel. We could do this. We could, we could just order ourselves. And then you finally went, went through and, and did it. And I'm just, it, it was, it was awesome that like, not awesome. Like where it was like, but it was like, I'm, I'm so glad that's finally someone fucking found something because that, that literally has been like the last, I don't know, five years of our life with you not feeling well. And, and they were like around there. Maybe it was, maybe it was got, like got worse after four years. Yeah. You feeling anxious? No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not nervous. I'm honestly not used to being the center of attention. So. Yeah, Annie normally doesn't open up as much and uh, <laughs> stuff, but I fear this would be a good platform for it. Um, but yeah, so so thank you guys for coming on this journey with us and hanging out with us every. I know we're really pulling the veil back. If you guys do like this and you want us to do more like raw, um, talk about our life things. I mean, th we have we have a lot. There's definitely a lot more. There's a lot of shit. Um, I mean, there's there were dark moments. There's good moments. There's sexy moments. Um, we we I could write a <laughs> those are the fun ones. <laughs> I could write I could write a goddamn novel about like if I told you guys all the things I have done in my life, like you wouldn't believe half the shit I said. But I have Annie here to back it up to be like, no, that's real. That happened because like I I don't I don't know if I really want to have this on footage of like being honest about. Um, I may or so press may... one if you want to. I may or may have not caused a riot that you caused. That did I say the one where I, I caused millions that. of dollars of damage? I didn't cause it. Just a phrase I said did. And okay, if I already shared that one, then whatever. That's already in the ether. It's past statute limitation. They can't fucking charge me for shit. Chaos <laughs> therapy. Honestly, weren't you, weren't you supposed to be closing up shop? <laughs> um, I would actually say too that was um, that was another thing that I did um, that I, I I kept off for a very long time. Um, like I, I struggled a long time with, with a lot of different things. Um, and when I say a lot of things, I'm, I just mean like, you know, the, the way I view myself and, and, and things like that. Um, <laughs> that's fine. We'll, we'll catch you another, 
Thank you for coming and hanging out. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, saying the chaos therapy thing, um, any, I've talked for a long time that there's, there's a lot of shit where I, that I've kind of either gone through or, or, or things that kind of haunted me or, or, or really like I, I needed to talk to someone who was a professional for some, some things. And, um, last year, um, I, I did go to therapy. It was like the first time really talking to someone um, with a lot of things I, that I had been struggling with. And I, my therapist was amazing. Um, I went through better help. Um, I really, again, this isn't sponsored. I'm not trying to push anything, um, but I, I do recommend better help. At least from my experience, I, I was really good. Um, but I, uh, there, there were some like things like, you know, I, I, it wasn't until much later in life that I realized I had ADHD. And because of that, I, I think I got treated a certain way because of, you know, the, it's, it's a weird thing because like, I'm glad I didn't find out till later in life because I used a lot of that pain to fuel like a lot of my accomplishments. But like, there's also this side where like, because no one knew there were aspects of my life that seemed like maybe I was, I should have had a bit more of a kind of, but saying I should have, like it's, it's, it's subjective. Um, but like, anyway, I, I finally went to therapy and, and I talked to my therapist and I, I think I, it was kind of a really fun because, um, towards the end of therapy, I was only in therapy for maybe like six weeks. Um, and I, I remember talking to my therapist and she's like, it's just, she was telling me, it's been a joy working with someone who, who wants to get better, who wants to thrive, who wants to make changes. She's like, I've never, it, we, we ended up almost talking like, like, um, peers, like towards the end, because like, I don't know if you can win therapy, but I did like, that's, <laughs> it, it was six weeks and she, all she had to do was tell me one thing. And it made like, it's like a, it's a fucking line of like all these like disconnected pieces, just fucking like, it's almost like you're trying to turn on Christmas lights and like, you don't know which light bulb is bad. And you finally put the right one in to fucking, they all just fucking light up. And that, that was that moment for me where I just, all this research I had done, I did a lot of like independent research and, and learning all these things. I, and I'm, I'm that person. I'll listen to the same podcast for information, looking for that one percent of information I didn't catch. And I'm like, that makes everything make sense. And she, she just said this one thing that is cascaded and made my life so much better. Um, and it, it changed everything where I, I then could look at like, like I knew I knew what was wrong, but I didn't know how to like affect change. Like I didn't know what to do. And when she finally said like that one thing, I was like, wait, that that's a piece. That's the fucking puzzle I've been missing. And like literally after that, my entire life just fucking, it was like a fucking light switch turn on and everything changed where I was like, I get it. I understand what I'm do like not doing wrong, but like, I'm not understand like how I need to change my thought processes and, and things like that. Because I am very process based. Like I, I like to have like, it's why like some things are, are very difficult. It's why YouTube's difficult for me where I, I know there's a formula. I don't like the formula, but like, um, I, at least like knowing the different steps. I don't know why I said YouTube because YouTube's got a very specific form formula. I just don't like the formula. Um, but like the more I know like a process and stuff, I think it's just don't want to do the formula. It's just, I hate editing videos, guys. I don't know if you've noticed. I don't like to edit. Um, I don't know. Again, I have ADHD. I'm going to go off tangents. I'm glad you guys are sticking around. <laughs> but, but yeah. So, but yeah, she, she gave me this knowledge and it was really cool. I can't believe how quickly things changed. Um, but I really implemented a lot of the stuff she said. And like, I made sure like I just drilled that shit into my head, like over and over and over and over. 
And it's just how I am when I when I when I find something, I just make it a complete habit. Like I dive into it super hard, and it changed a lot of things for me. So like for people who are struggling like really hard and like maybe haven't thought about therapy, like I do recommend it. Um, I highly recommend it. I wish I had done it sooner. There's a lot of stuff in my life that I wish I had done sooner because either I don't know if I was nervous, I was afraid, I didn't know what maybe how people would view me or there are things like that. Like it, it was just there. There's a lot of anxiety behind that. Um, it can only change what you understand. And like I, I had this gap in knowledge, and um, like I, I do, I highly, highly recommend if you're struggling at all, like and you can't seem to figure it out. You're having these dark days. You don't know why you're having them could be as easy as someone else turning on a light bulb for you and changing your mentality about things or, or just seeing it differently and they were like hell you could find out yeah my blood work's fucked up like that's this is what's causing half my fucking issues um that was like for me like i remember i remember waking up on my 30th birthday and looking in the mirror and i was like you look like shit like i work out like here's the thing like I would work out like rigorously like eight. I'm training six days a week, busting my ass in the gym and things aren't changing the way that it seems like other people do half the amount of work that I did. Like things weren't changing that way. And like, um, so early in the stream, I talked about this friend, um, that, that ended up committing suicide in, in 2020 and, and that, um, here's my mech tech and, and someone that was really important to me, but he was on TRT and it was something that we talked about and he, you know, we, we kind of joked around and I was like, I was like, yeah, man, I'll get my blood work done. And, um, I wasn't, I didn't expect the number that came back. It was actually like a really big shock to me. Um, what that was like when, when I saw the, the actual blood work and I'm looking at it and I'm like, what? Because I, I, Is it what it should have been? It was even lower than that. Like my, my, my testosterone levels, like a, a healthy testosterone, um, depending on who you talk to. Um, is anywhere from like 300 to 900 with like 500 being a good range. I was down to a hundred and something. It was low. It was very, very low. And uh, it made a lot of things make sense. But at the same, I was like, oh my God, like as I'm thinking about the issues and things that I struggle with, at least hormonally, that had been happening since like, um, like, like almost probably since I was 17. Um, I think there's probably a pituitary issue or something like that. And, uh, I just, I remember being like utter shock. Like I was like this and then talking to Annie about it too. And she's like, doesn't make sense. But the more we thought about it, we're like, well, I don't know if you want to get into it, but like with your libido and stuff. Like, yeah. No, like, um, well, I guess we've already talked about that. We're, <laughs> we're, we're in like kind of open relationship. And, um, like the only thing that seemed to get my libido really going was when we had another partner in the room. Um, fucking, oh my God. <laughs> so it was really exciting and then I, I know that made Annie feel bad too because she always kind of make her feel like she wasn't enough and that wasn't that wasn't the case it just it was a hormonal thing where but like my libido day to day was just it didn't exist and like I, I I always thought because like I do get super involved in like the shit I'm doing so like I get so hyper focused where I'm just working on things that I forget like I for I forget to get turned on like I forget that that's a thing that should happen but like it was just perpetual. Like my libido was just gone. Like there was, it didn't like exist. And the more that I thought about it where it's like, it had to be like on such this extreme for me to like be excited. And, um, dude, now a fucking like a wind brushes by. I'm like, go. Um, great. But, uh, but yes, I, I mean, I used to be the one who was always initiating. Like I had no interest. 
Like, I, I really had no interest in, um, <laughs> you guys could get in there, really know us. Hi, mom. Um, she doesn't listen to the podcast. Oh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, so like, so, so then I started treatment for that. And I, I, I've always had depression, um, probably since probably like five, dude. Like I've had, I've had depression for a very, very long day. I know one day she'll probably listen like, Oh my God. The people that just hired me for this position are probably going to listen. I know one guy, one of the ones you interview me, watches me on YouTube. So Will, I'm sorry. Um, please don't, please don't hold this against me. They probably don't get this far in the podcast. So I'm probably safe. Uh, you now know a lot about me. Uh, sorry. Um, I'm a lot of fun though. So it's going to be fine. Uh, but, but yeah, so, so even that, like finally, like that was one thing too, like finally starting treatment and like the gym started to feel so much better. I finally was like the amount of work that I put in was finally showing up where I'm like, no wonder I had to work so much harder, but there was a thing like, it's a, it's a weird thing, right? Where like, because I didn't know. I learned how to suffer and struggle to get further than other people in, in some of the things I was doing. It was just like with ADHD, I had to learn how to do different processes different than other people to make my life work. Because if, if I had any of those crutches to lay back on, I could have said, well, I'm going to stop here because I have this. And I, it, it, it's a weird paradoxical thing where like, well, it's like where you say you pretty much treat your ADHD like a death sentence. Like I've been like, I'm part of like a bunch of like, ADHD Facebook groups and things like that and like I see it a lot where like there'll be somebody who's like I can't keep my house clean but it doesn't matter because I have ADHD like it's just it is what it is and it's like but like it doesn't like not to say that like you you know are um what's the word I'm looking don't for? be ableist now no, no I'm just saying I'm like kidding. not to say that it's Im- it's not impossible I guess is what I'm getting at and like I especially myself having an attentive ADHD like I get it like I struggle with a lot of different things like especially like with cleaning and you know things like that like I'm I'm better better off than a lot of others with ADHD but like I still it's still a struggle for me like and like my house isn't as tidy as it is and things like that but like you, there is ways to work around it and like I know that because I didn't know I had ADHD till I was 31 yeah, yeah I your found parents out when I was 31. <laughs> yeah. oh my god my, yeah my parents um had me screened when I was seven and like they found out I had ADHD but they didn't believe in um, ADHD or medication for that matter so at least at the time they've come around they've come around now but like at the time they were like oh well like you know hyper kids just need to play outside more like pretty much was the <laughs> was their mindset but um yeah so they they never told me <laughs> <laughs> that I had ADHD until um, Jamie got st- screened and came, you know, I said came back positive, but <laughs> I found out that I have it. Found well. out that I had it. And then like in trying to learn about it with him because it was his new diagnosis, I was like, wait, I do that. Wait, I have that. And like the thing with ADHD is like no two cases are the same. Like it's just everybody's brains are so different even though it's the same diagnosis like you can present in so many different ways in every single person who has it and like a lot of people like have ADHD like and autism or ADHD and like OCD and stuff like that so like it's just it's there's like <laughs> Dude, don't be distracted we're we're being very wrong here but um there's like the classic symptoms and stuff like that but we'll, we're, we'll be like what 90 minutes in yeah i know oh my god we should have <laughs> had it in the background but anyway so 
Um, I forgot where I was going with that because distractions. Sorry, but... you were talking about ADHD and then... Oh, well, that my parents found out when I was younger and then never told me. And I didn't figure out until we were researching um, Jamie's like diagnosis and stuff like that. And then I realized that I lined up with a bunch of the symptoms and like it was... Oh, God, goodness. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I cried. Like, it made so much sense for so many things. Like, I, as you guys have seen, I like to draw and stuff. But one thing I've always struggled with is finishing my drawings. Like, and, and it I has this like... amazing Deathwing drawing. <laughs> you are triggering my ADHD. You're being very distracted. <laughs> um, we, A has this amazing Deathwing drawing that she'll, she'll probably never finish. And you guys will probably never see. But it's, <laughs> it's fucking beautiful. It, it like... was dra- started during Bat and Cadet. I love I love to start things because it's super exciting and stuff and like I just I get that creativity flowing and then like I just I get midway there and then like it starts feeling like a chore and like I just kind of lose interest and then like want to start something new and exciting like it's it's a big problem but like I never understood why that was I was like why can't I ever freaking finish anything like I just I need to sit down and just do it but then it starts to feel painful and then I start losing the creativity and then I end up just like hating what I am making like I always was just like what the hell is wrong with me like why is it like this and like that was one of the big things was like not being able to like finish things if you have ADHD and like I'm not gonna lie like that was the one that hit home the hardest for me because I was like that just like made so much sense because I that's one thing I had really struggled with so I was like I always like start these like amazing art projects or just like whatever and like can like it's just painful to struggle through with them (laughs) See, I, I think that's where, like, I, th- I think some of, some people who have ADHD, like myself, I've turned it into, like, a, 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 my secret weapon, right? Like, um, because I can be impulsive, because I can take risks. Because... It's the same thing with starting renovation products and projects, too. Yeah, exactly. When you start, but then it's hard. <laughs> oh, my God. Our bathroom is gutted, and we haven't touched it for six fucking months. Uh, and now we got to move and find some way to do all these stupid fucking projects. Um, but like for, for me, because, um, I, I am quote unquote gifted, um, on, on top of that, I'm like, it's so, it feels so weird to like, I, I think it's more from how the people react to that. Like when you say like, like I, I am, it's very intelligent. Um, like, all right, I'm feeling secure even saying this because I feel like someone's going to, no, you guys are going to do it, but someone's going to be like, fuck you, buddy. You're not that smart. But like, I, <laughs> I, I am like, that's the thing is that I, I have, because because I have ADHD and I'm gifted and because my favorite thing that I, because, um, I'm, you ain't smart. Ah. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> because, uh, I don't, I don't get like my, my, um, so, so, uh, for people with ADHD, they tend to dopamine seek and, and things. And for some people that's drugs for some people that's, um, starting new projects, starting new projects <laughs> or, or whatever. For me, it's knowledge. I get so fucking excited about knowledge. And also like, I'm like a 13 year old boy. Like, Anything makes me fucking excited. That's why I get so amped up about like when we get like a, a fucking showcase from for Intrepid of like Ashes. I it's Christmas every day for me. Something normally makes me super fucking excited where I'm like, yeah. Um, but for me, one of the things that like really lights up my fucking brain is knowledge. Is that's why I tend to know so much is because I, for some reason, knowledge seeking makes me feel really good i just i i, I love learning it's always like um, that little bit of information you didn't know right when i find that little nugget of information we're like there you are fucker like <laughs> now i know i know that now and like it, it's just exciting for me and it makes like it's something that i really really like um i really got excited <laughs> about this short saint patrick i i liked it too i um dude i this week has been so fucked i didn't even realize what saint patrick's day 
I will. Really, green on. It looks gray, <laughs> but it it is a green sweater. I at least had like <laughs> I at least had green shoelaces on. That's that's what I had. Um, but yeah, so so where some people the ADHD tends to be a detriment. It for me, it's always been a blessing because there's a lot of things that some ways. For so I always make the, this joke that my ADHD doesn't affect me; it affects the people around me. Uh, it tends to be like I mean, a lot of stuff that I've learned how to like work around, which is like um, my my uh, rage. I could I've never been physical, but I I can I can get angry very easily, um, and I've, I've learned how to control that quite a bit. Sometimes it still comes out where I've just I have no patience that day, and I'm gonna be a fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> But then there's other times. Um, so the emotional dis- uh, dysregulation is one of them for me and um, impulsivity and, and some other things. But because knowledge seeking comes to me so easily, I was like a straight A student all through high school. I never tried. I, I could write a 20 page paper in about an hour um, if I put Gladiator on and made myself super bored. Um, like I literally would just put Gladiator up on one half of my laptop and then I would just type. Because I was so sick of watching that fucking movie because I've seen it so many times. <laughs> Annie still hasn't seen it. Everyone shame her. Um, and a bunch of Waller too. Dude, I used to, um, I remember I whipped up, uh, it was a red flag um, when Annie first dated me. I took off my belt. I was so fucking mad that I fucking whipped it and it stuck into the fucking drywall. I like, I, I remember too, like she was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I had a lot of rage and lifting is what really helped with the anger management. I don't remember where I started this fucking tangent. Anyway, being intelligent's always been come easy with me. Like academics has always been very easy. And uh, I remember like I would do all my work 10 minutes before class. And I had a teacher that absolutely fucking hated. I have, I punched my finger through a fucking button window. Um, I don't know if you can see that scar. Isn't that just from knocking on it though? That's what I said. What? I got mad. I knocked too hard. I was standing there. You weren't there. You were you upstairs. On the window you were, the dog was barking. You were upstairs. I rapped a little too hard because I was like, that... No, I was right there. Were you? Yeah. Oh. You I mean you I definitely hit the window too hard. It, no, it, it was a single it was a single pane window. It was a flimsy window. The but dog anyway. was barking outside and he like I was just annoyed I fucking was like shut the fuck off. His hand went through. It went through. I duct taped. I, I didn't even go. Let's not talk about not going to the doctor. I just fucking duct taped my knuckle together. I have this fucking cool ass scar. Um, concrete wall. Dude, there's a. If my hometown, if you went into the McDonald's freezer, my fist is probably still in the fucking freezer because of how hard I'm pissed. I, I'm pretty sure um, I've, I've dislocated multiple knuckles. Um, like I've, I've thrown shit I probably shouldn't have thrown. I've smashed shit. He's calmed down a lot. I have. I really have, though. I've learned how to control a lot of the anger. But like, dude, I. I um, Dislocated well, like knuckles. Like we said, when we first started dating, giant red flags. <laughs> lots of red flags. Um, I did not like being touched in the face. Um, so like typically, if you touch, if not touch, but like if if something were to come at my face too fast, there's a good chance that whatever is in front of me is getting hit. Um, but yeah, you, we had a friend once who like I can't remember. You like roll, threw a roll. He paper threw towel a roll of you. paper towels. He, like, at- bonked you in the nose, and then you like back hit him. In the- he he threw a roll of paper towels at my face. As it was coming in, I punched him in the stomach, and I'm pretty sure he was on the ground before the paper towels hit. Um, but yeah, nuke. I can I can relate to much of the the. Um, so it, it's almost like for me, there's like this sensory overload where I just get so fucking mad that I have I have to punch something, and um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if there there are some mechanics behind that. Is one you're being explosive, right? And explosive releases dopamine. Dopamine also leads to good feelings, and also 
um, releases a lot of endorphins. So a lot of times too, like that explosiveness, right? As it comes in and you're like, oh, it, it just, it makes you feel so much better. I found a lot with being able to train explosively within lifting actually helped a ton um, with a lot of, because like I, I get a lot of pent up rage and shit. And, and for years and also not for not going to therapy and not dealing with the shit that all the trauma that I went through that I probably needed to deal with. Um, so again, I'll always, I'll always champion that. It, it helped a lot. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of shitty therapists out there too. So you refuse see, but so did I, I refused to go to therapy for a long time. Like a weird pride thing with people. It really was. It was for the longest time. I just, I would not go you kill. I, I honestly thought I was so broken that my therapist wouldn't be able to deal with my shit. And um, she surprised me. She was, she, she, she called me on my bullshit all the time. She was an amazing woman. I can't remember her name. I, it was, the sessions were so short. I'm the, the, God, I'm all over the place. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I don't remember where we started, where we're going. But anyway, we're getting a giant promotion and stuff. Subcut so score. If you rewatch this VOD, there's a lot of good shit in here. Um, <laughs> You get to know us quite a bit. Uh, I figure we do it just chatting. Partly your fault. No, fuck that, dude. Like, derail us. Um, that's what you guys come for. And now you know even more of the story of why that happens anyway. Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe we'll start doing more just chattings, too. Like, I... I, I um, that was pretty fun. <laughs> fucking, we can tell you guys more stories. We can talk about... Just sit around and talk about this shit. Um, I have a lot of fun doing this. And, and being able to open up outside the context of just ashes... Like, I feel like that would be really good, too. So we could get, we could, before we get, you know, before the ashes, that could be the fucking podcast. Uh, before we get to ashes, like, we get a lot of this shit out of our system that sometimes comes out on, on the ashes stream. And so, like, we could talk this shit out and, and talk about whatever. So I like after the ashes. After the ashes, too. You mean a- ashes after hours? Ashes um, after. <laughs> you tell, um, we'll have our naughty podcast. You guys can learn all about the fucking dirty shit we've done. Oh, there's been a lot. There's about to be a hell lot fucking more when we move, too. Stop. <laughs> and he's already making matches. She just comes over. She's like, smash your pass on this one. And I'm like, fucking through. I'm like, she's like, I'll wait till she messes me. <laughs> oh, fuck, guys. We have a lot of fun. We have a shit ton of fun. Uh, <laughs> you, sh- <laughs> you should let everybody know that we changed the YouTube name. Oh, yeah. So... Um, that, that's another thing that going forward, Save the conversation. that's a, he doesn't, she's going to fucking blush now. She's like, I don't need everyone knowing how much of a freak we can be. Um, so that's another thing too, is that we're kind of going to be doing a bit of a rebranding, um, with the YouTube mainly just to allow, <laughs> um, mainly just to allow us, um, more flexibility with what we're sharing and posting. Um, so like Annie's, uh, dead space streams are going to be going up on the YouTube. So we're going to be changing uh, originally where we were chaos and lace. Um, so the, the YouTube will be going back to chaos and lace. And then within that, there'll be different playlists and different videos that pop up. But I, I think not that, um, we haven't like lost any steam with ashes, but because like, you know, we are getting that. I mean, we just have so much more we want to show. Like when we did that 24 hour live stream for the charity event, like we had like this 24 hour VOD had a lot of good moments the challenges we did and stuff and we didn't really have anywhere to post them because it didn't even though tangents of creation is us like it didn't feel like it there right so we, <laughs> we want to expand and, and, and rebrand that's kind of what this we um this has been about um yeah our vibes more than ashes like yeah that's the thing i think like because there's i think there's people that like want to come and find our content because they like ashes creation and then there's people who are into chaos and lace 
And I did want to share, it's kind of in the works, but I did want to give you guys a little bit of a sneak peek of something um, that we're working on. Oh, maybe I'll wait. I don't know if I want to share yet. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I am. We are working on some stuff. You guys want us to share like what we're working on? I don't know if, if I start to switch the scene. It's going to be. Uh, I'll let you guys decide. I have some. There's some stuff coming. Share when we're ready. Yeah, I think maybe we'll, maybe we'll wait to the second pass through. I don't know. Keep the chat up. Hold on. I lost it. I lost the chat. We have to now. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll give a little bit of a, a teaser. Um, I got to figure out how I'm going to hold on a second. Let me add this source so you guys can see things. Um. So I just need to add a video capture source. Oh my God, it's not going to work. Just give me two seconds, guys. Oh, shit. So I need to just... Wrong button. Let me just do this and it should work. Capture cards acting wonky because it's a fucking cheap one off Amazon. There we go. And now that should... Yeah. Oh no, and now I can't get over there with my fucking mouse out. All right, so you guys can't quite see this yet. Too zoomed in. No, I want, I want it to be zoomed in. I want to show this off. Oh my God, why is it... No, come on, mouse. What are you? What are you doing? Okay, where my mouse go? What the fuck is going on? No, why is, everything just breaks. Where is the mouse? Why can't I do this? Oh my god, come on. Why is this one controlling this one? Oh my god, <laughs> I hate when this happens. All right, guys, give me like two seconds. I'll make this work. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. What happens when I do all this shit fucking live? Um, this it will be worth the wait though. I'll show you guys what we're working on. Uh. Can't see any of the chat. No, let's share it. God damn it, that's the wrong. Let me see. Earlier, you had to play for 10 minutes and log out. You're talking about, uh, dude, oh, man, I can't wait. We I played for like a few minutes when, when uh, earlier, and then Annie got DC'd. Yeah, I was in the queue for an hour and a half, and then I was like 10 minutes, and I walk away for a second. Like, you got disconnected, and I was like, oh. All right, so... If I set this up, there we go. So we're we're working on some rebranding, um, and some logos and stuff. And this isn't a, this isn't a final project. Um, this is just kind of like a pass through, um, of what we're kind of going for. Uh, but here we go. Uh, sure, it's gonna look like shit, but whatever. Um, so if you guys see this, uh, we're we're kind of working with Moto again to get our Chaos and Lace Cartel stuff, um, going. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm all over the place. That is the. That's not what I wanted to show. What did I just do? Dipshit. Oh my god. <laughs> you make it pulse. I know. Oh my god. Where am I? No. Hold on. There we go. I was trying to see your guys' reaction. I'm sorry. So yeah, that's uh, one of the things that we're working on. The little screen over there. Yeah, I have to look at the little screen. Read the read the text. But yeah, so we we're working on getting a rebranding uh, for YouTube. We're gonna be kind of getting our chaos at least. Um, cartel logos and shit going um we have some more t-shirts that are going to be coming um yeah so we're gonna uh so moto is also making us um some assets so we kind of have this like coffee mug thing going you got I some oh whoops yeah let me transition i like the way that they set this up but yeah we, so we've got this like coffee mug thing kind of going up um let's see is this gonna move okay this is gonna move um and then can't show all of them oh and he says it can't show all of them but yeah, so we have some more things that are kind of like t-shirt designs and things that we're going to be working on. And we kind of really want to um, rebrand things and kind of move it towards the Chaos and Lace Cartel. Um, and then housing a lot of stuff underneath that, um, which will allow us to do more things. Um, and then once we get more settled with uh, my work situation and all that, um, we do plan on doing... Whoop. <laughs> Glad you guys can't see that. 
Um, we do plan on doing um, uh, hopefully like a game schedule and stuff. So that way you guys know what we're playing. Um, I'm trying to get a, keep our Conan servers up. I, I got that going again because of the new thing, and now we're going to be moving. I don't know what the internet situation is going to look like when we first get there. Um, but like I said, we're going to make sure that our stream with Margaret goes off in, in all these different things. And we're just really excited to, for what the future looks like. Um, so we are going to be trying to secure, secure housing this week. And then we are going to be moving the following week. And then I start my new job. Um, so it's we got to move fast. Uh, we are looking at houses tomorrow. It's um, pretty much like our last lazy night for the next like three to four weeks. Yeah, it's it's we're things are going to be chaotic. And then, um, as fuck. even once we're moved, like we, this house we're currently living in, we need to hustle and get it, like, in, I also hate in um, shape to be like a rental property. So, <laughs> yeah. So we, we gotta, we, I'm gonna find some way to find time to also work on this house. Shit. Uh, in between being the only person working at the facility, I don't know if I mentioned that too, that the facility I'm going to um, is a one man show. So, like, I'm, I'm the guy. Like, if, if anything happens, I'm the guy they need to contact and I, I got to be there for them and shit. So, but having been down there previously for multiple weeks, it does seem like it's kind of rare for me to have to like drop everything and go. Um, but yeah. So for those of you who haven't seen, um, there was some pretty touching moments at the start of this VOD. Um, if, if you want to almost see me, cry, I stopped it. You guys didn't get to see me cry, but it was real close. There's a lot of touching moments. Um, so yeah. Um, so we just, I just want to touch base and I, I guess this ended up being way more than what I planned on being. I just kind of wanted to let you guys know what was up and, and what was going on. And, um, thank you guys for coming and listening seriously for you guys hanging out and listening through all this. It, it does mean a lot. Um, so I don't know if you guys do want to see more, um, just chaos and lace, um, just chatting and stuff and whatever. We've got tons of stories. We just might have to put the adult only thing, whatever the fuck it is, the mature rating. <laughs> on the stream for some of these um but yeah so i think we're gonna end the stream i got a long day tomorrow we gotta go look at houses and everything uh and yeah it's it's gonna be a wild ride and i can't wait to share the experience with you guys too um but thank you all so much uh it, it really does mean mean a lot to me to have um you guys to talk to and hang out with and and share this with everyone and it means it means the world that like you guys are actually sitting and listening to us talk about everything right <laughs> like it, it really does um so thank you everyone have a great night and we'll keep you posted with everything um i think what we god it's gonna be fucking crazy so we'll have a dev stream on the 31st it's gonna be the day before we're moving into I don't, probably our new apartment i don't know what that looks like i don't know if we're doing a fucking like cell phone cam talking about ashes whatever we see on the 31st is going down while making it happen <laughs> um May end up moving the podcast to Saturday nights. I don't, I'm not sure yet, but I do want to probably keep on Fridays. But thank you all so much. Um, can't wait to hang out with you guys later. And uh, as as you know, this channel grows and everything everything else grows, and we move in different directions and expand. Like looking forward to it. So have a good night, everybody. Bye. Thanks, guys. Oh, new. Thing.